Welcome to the Being Human podcast, brought to you by Relate Malaysia. Join us in our conversations about what makes us human and why we think and behave in the ways that we do. We'll talk about mental health, emotional well-being, and how we can sometimes feel on top of the world. And other times, like life calls for a large tub of ice cream and a big spoon. So come on in, relax, and let's explore this puzzle of being human together. So hi, and welcome to the Being Human podcast. My name is Dr. Chua Sukning, and this week I'm joined by clinical psychologist and my psychology founder, Gary Yap. In this episode, we'll be exploring the question, why should we care about psychology? Gary has been interested in psychology since he was a young teenager, and after finishing his master's degree, he was professionally trained at the Health Psychology Clinic, University Kebangsaan, Malaysia, the psychiatry department in Hospital Kajang, and the psychiatry department in University Kebangsaan Malaysia Medical Center. As well as his work as a clinical psychologist, Gary founded My Psychology with the hope of building a society where mental health is recognized as important as physical health. Welcome to the show, Gary. Hi, Dr. Cha. Thanks so much for the kind invitation. No problem. So I've known you for quite a while while you were still a student. And then yeah. then, yes. So I'm so glad to be able to meet you um, and talk about, you know, what got you interested in psychology and why psychology matters to you so much. Right. Uh, so one of the yeah. things of my psychology is that it helps people make psychology a part of their lives. Psychology can be taught as like quite obscure or just, you know, abstract, just study, study, study. So maybe you could tell our audience, why should they be interested in psychology? From my personal example, I, I realized that when we go to a supermarket, when we buy something, like be it a ketchup sauce or selling fan, they, they always, uh, we, we always have the product descriptions or even a manual of how things work. So same goes to a lot of things, um, how to make porridge with the right ratio of rice and water and all that. You know, all the products in the supermarket, I realized that um, they all come with the manual on and descriptions. But when it comes to ourselves, I find that how come we are not born with a menu of our brain? So I feel like we are so capable of, you know, operating the tools around us, but sometimes we are stuck with ourselves. And when it comes to ourselves, I was I, I keep asking like how how can we understand ourselves more? Like where is the menu? Then sooner or later I realized that oh this menu is actually, you know, um it's called psychology and and it's available to those who, who learn about it. So it's always in the field, you know, um, psychology students or psychology. Then the next questions that came up to me is, why only uh, us, like who are in the field, who can understand more about ourselves? We you know, read journals, we, uh, we, we, we read research, we, we conduct experiments, but all these are inside our mind. Uh, we can access to it, but what about others? But psychology, it's about um, everyone, it's about human beings and how can we uh, make it available for others as well to help them because it's all about ourselves. And that, that, comes, that comes to me that maybe psychology is a way for us to uh, have the access to understand more about ourselves. It's like the manual for me. So I really like, yeah, I really like the description. You're like, if we want to cook rice, <laughs> there should yeah. be a manual for that. Yep. So here's the question, I mean, as you're talking, I was like, well, maybe some people mm. don't want to know, right? 
like yeah. what some people may not want to know that manual or it might they were like i uh, just see how things go like you know why yeah. <laughs> you know why why need to be so accurate so why why do you think like if they what's the benefit of studying psychology to them how is it actually going to improve their lives i think because psychology is um it's still a science and you know it's a, it's a it's an academic study of understanding how how we think and how we behave so it really provides a framework for us to really understand our, ourselves it's, it's not like you know coming out of nowhere we we say uh things work in this way so sometimes uh, people might not care about it and however uh we all will face problems from time to time so um when we are stuck with that and how can we if we don't have enough um basic understanding of of ourselves how our mind works then it's very hard for us to to uh, improve yeah to improve ourselves you know but it it kind of makes me think about if somebody had a problem psychology i could see could be very important to them in solving problems mm, you know like yeah. as you said like interpersonal difficulties if i'm if that person is just happy right it's like uh-huh. no problem what could psychology offer them anything i would say psychology is not only about um solving problem it it, it it can be also uh it can be also useful and helpful when it comes to uh, personal growth and development as well right um so the life is good we are happy already but how can we um improve the quality of life as well and how can we better from that how can we become the, the kind of person uh, who we want to become and all that i i think it's not only about reducing uh like solving the problem it can be also right. an enhancement of life Yeah so that's certainly something that maybe our, our listeners is very intrigued by uh could you perhaps give them an example of maybe something that y- you have learned or you have experienced that ha- can be helpful for personal growth what something about psychology that has a direct application I think for one for one is um when it comes to personal values um because um in psychology how we see values is um is very personal it's about what kind of person you want to become or even what matters to you but by understanding our own values uh, it helps us to to understand why we pursue this so it also helps me to understand why i want to study psychology and or why i want to pursue in clinical psychology why i want to educate the public so if we can understand where do our values come from it will help us to to lead a more meaningful life. So every action and every choice that we make, um, there will be a direction that is inconsistent with um, what I value about. So I think uh, psychology helps me in that way as well. Uh, apart from it, I would say from when I was a student, how psychology helped me would be from the perspective of cognitive psychology, like how, we, how we learn. So I have better understanding of, you know, sometimes why do we forget and how can we retain information in a better way how can we revise um through certain learning strategies this also are uh, one of the meaningful aspect of psychology as well when it comes to learning right so it's yeah. really broad and, and applicable yeah. to yeah really your goals right you say you want to be a better student hmm. um learning how to learn and how to remember actually can yes. facilitate you know your goal progress and actually helping you to become a better student yeah yeah Yeah, I I like what you talked about uh values because this is something that we may not even be aware of, you know, what mm. motivates our behaviors or why mm. we act the way we do and and so understanding a bit more about our values. I I guess it allows us to act consistent with them. Mm. Um 
and, and lead a more a more meaningful life ultimately rather than you know be influenced by by everything around us that may not actually be consistent with our values so particularly in malaysia when mm. i was growing up and i'm a little bit older than you <laughs> but when i was growing <laughs> up psychology was seen as uh, the field for crazy right it's always like yeah yeah. yeah what you want to do with crazy people yeah. you know so especially in malaysia we have psychology is very closely related to mental illness but i think what your conversation and your learn your experience has shown that it's really broad right it's not mm. just about illness uh, could you share maybe some of thoughts of the common misconceptions about psychology in malaysia and how you through my psychology have uh, sought to overcome them i think the the misconception that you shared just now it, it happened to me as well when i uh, wanted to study psychology so all the relatives and friends um, around me they they are very scared they 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 would say huh you want to study psychology and later you become crazy or you will have mental illness i think the myths about men, uh, mental illness um, are still prevalent I, i mean even though like after so many years when i graduated the the myths the misconceptions are, are still there not only about mental illness the most common questions that we always make fun um, of is uh, can you read my mind like that's, that's how they see psychology psychology is about mind reading, psychology is about, you know, psychic and all that. And one of the things that I hope to educate the public about psychology is, is to appreciate the beauty of psychology, like how it, it, it can be useful and helpful for us in every aspect of life. And how I conceptualize um, the way of to tackle some of the misconceptions is that uh, where do all these misconceptions come from? So I realized that it all comes from... Um, Well, one of it is from popular media. So how I see the ways to overcome them, maybe we can go back to where the myths or misconceptions are widespread. So that's why I was thinking, so let's go back to like media as well to correct some of the misconceptions. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, can you read my mind and all that? So let's debunk the myth. So what psychology is about and what can you do? And not every, uh, you don't need to become a, psychologists to, to apply that, to learn about it. So uh, what, what is it about? So from that, um, we started to onboard ourselves on media, where the myth and misconceptions happen. So we go there and yeah, we produce videos and all that to tackle some of the misconceptions. Uh, one of the first few topics that we tackle is always about the, can you read my mind and all that. <laughs> we want to debunk mm-hmm. that and then, you know, just bring the public back to the So what psychology is and how can you um, apply it like for parents? So you share about parenting skills uh, and all that. I like what you did because it's, you've identified the source of the myths and then mm. said, you know, you, my psychology, I think is well known for producing really engaging um, media content. And I think that's where you guys have been really successful uh, in reaching the public, especially the young people, you know. Uh, you have a huge following of young adults. I think yes, yeah, secondary school students, university students, young mm-hmm. adults who are learning really good quality information from your platform, which I really admire that you were able to do that. I'm not sure even from the time where you, uh, when did you start university? Uh, Am I asking your age? Is that that's like a delicate 20, question? 20, how how 20, old are you? Twenty <laughs> twelve. Okay, 2012. Okay, good. 2012. And I, I think during my second year, then I started my psychology. 
Oh wow! Wow. Content. So this this problem, you were aware of it quite early on. Initially, it comes from personal problem because um when I when I joined a uh, psychology degree, then I realized that uh, we can't provide counseling. You know, we can't provide therapy. So I kept asking, what can we do as a psychology student? I find myself always amazed by all the theories, um, applications, and all the experiments. So I always wanted to share with my um, friends as well, so that hey, you know, uh, classical conditioning or brain conditioning, right. uh, reinforcement, and all that. And I realized that maybe education is one of the ways that I can do to contribute or 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 even spread the awareness because I can I can't provide service. So I mm. I think that that is one of the points that sparked me, like I can't help people around me through providing counseling or therapy, but maybe right. I can start from education from what I learned, but I just. Make it more interactive and entertaining. Just translate all the slides into videos. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. infographic. Yeah, that's how. It which starts. isn't easy, you know. Which isn't easy at all. Um, mm-hmm. So it really starts from like a personal interest and and you wanting to share what was helpful to you with, you know, the your your friends and your family and and the yeah. wider society. Yeah, that, 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 that is one of the reasons. I think another reason is that we, we try to join society and club in, in, help, uh, in, in our university. You know, and then uh, we complain about the club and society as well. We complain to our lecturer, like how come the activities, <laughs> uh, they are not active, they close down and all that. So then one of the, one of the lecturers uh, just say, say, say back to us, if you are so good at complaining, why don't you create one for yourself? <laughs> so, wow. so, 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 so there, there, are, there are a few few sparks here and then during that time we I, I took bus to uni and I and I always complain about the bus so all this happened together so we start we, we produce our first video about psychology of waiting so we complain about how uh, the irregular uh, bus frequency uh, make us so stressed you know that's how we started all, all this all these sparks come together so this is the best I think one of the best examples I've heard of the use of complaining so you should complain more <laughs> about the world if it leads you to be so productive. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like that your, your lecture almost gave it to you guys as a challenge, but you, mm-hmm. you rose up to that challenge and you're like, I'm going to do, um, do something to solve the issue. Just, um, and, just, just, just complain something from um, a psychological perspective. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. And so since 2012, and that's, mm. this is eight years later, there has been an increase in the awareness and interest mm. in psychology. Mm. You know, where do you think this interest, or how do you think this interest is going to impact our society in general? If from the education level, my, my guess is um, there will be more and more uh, students are willing to study psychology. Because um, during my time when I come from, because I come from Sabah, Sanakan, so during my time, psychology is, was still a new word. To the people, to the people there. So um, mm. they always uh, discourage me. And one even say something like, uh, "You probably won't have a future if you study psychology." So everyone uh, was in panic. Mm. Even even my parents also hesitated to send me to study psychology as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I I think in the past eight years I've been receiving a lot of messages from my juniors in hometown or from uh, some of our friends from other state as well. So they, they are so worried about uh, the, the future of psychology graduate. But I think with the awareness of psychology, 
uh, I think there might be some uh, changes as well uh, in terms of the education level. Probably, uh, I can see the interest there, but the the willingness to take the course, um, uh, it takes some time. But, but, but I can see the increasing trend there. That is from the education level. I think in terms of the mental health level, um, probably with um, the mental health awareness, people are willing to seek for help as well. I, I would expect there will be an increase, uh, increasing trend of uh, help-seeking behavior. And also um, maybe the family members or caregivers of individuals with mental health concerns will be more supportive as well if we have interest of psychology over the next few years. One of the things I always thought about psychology is that, at least for me, mm. even though I entered psychology maybe a decade before you did, I had the mm. same, uh, people were saying the same concerns and, and my, my parents were okay with it. But friends of my parents actually told them to discourage me from entering mm. psychology so they was like don't you know tell your daughter don't do it unfortunately my my parents were very supportive of what i wanted to pursue and mm. at, at this point you know because it's quite a young field in malaysia yeah i yeah. think people entering psychology really need a passion for it because it is a struggle you know we can't yeah. as you said like jobs are a struggle right so we, we're not going to say yeah join psychology you're guaranteed a job so it mm -hmm. is a struggle and so you really have to believe in what you're doing and why psychology matters not just to a subset of people who are struggling but to all mm -hmm. of us and how we can actually better you know mm -hmm. the understanding of us can better mm -hmm. our lives you know so mm -hmm. it's almost like a, right now a, a bit of a mission call Definitely, it's uh, it's not going to be uh, to be an easy road, I would say, but um, it's going to be a meaningful road if if you find your passion there. Yeah, and we know that passion equals to intrinsic motivation <laughs> equals, yes. you know, to learning psychology doesn't end after you graduate. Definitely, you know? it's a it's a lifelong process. Right, it's a lifelong. It's process. never enough. No, no, because we never yeah. fully really understand ourselves. Yes. You know? so it's always about learning more and more about yes. ourselves. Yes, even even ourselves, you know, we have been we have been running the platform about six years. We we still we are still learning like almost every day, so that we can keep ourselves updated, so that we can produce uh, more updated content for the public as well. If you finish mm -hmm. like your degree or master, it doesn't mean that or your content and just a process, and you have to keep continuing, you know, to learn more. Yeah. And enjoying it, you know. Yes. I think people groan when they go like, "Oh my gosh, this is all long." But it's enjoy the process of learning, <laughs> the, mm. uh, learning about just people and why people do what they do. You know, that's yes. I think that's the essence of psychology. Yes, yes. So for people who want to know more about what you're doing at my psychology and psychology in general, can you provide mm. some resources that people can check out? Um, yeah, we uh, can, can check out our website as well. Um, it's um, www.mypsychology.my or you can also search uh, My Psychology in Facebook. So we have one uh, in English and we have one in Mandarin as well. Mandarin is called uh, My Xingyixie, but Xingyixie also means uh, psychology uh, in English. Yeah, so can check out our Facebook and YouTube as well. Okay, perfect. Well, yeah. thank you so much for being on the show and sharing you know, what your thoughts and your inspiration for um, my psychology. I'm particularly struck at that 
mentality that you have that we can that you know we can see the problems in our world you complained and yeah. just a challenge given and you're like i'll solve it you know and that's i think that's also like how relate started we could mm. i could see the the difficulties uh in our society and yeah. i could see that really we could we can't afford to wait for someone else to solve these issues you know yeah. so we needed to kind of take uh, take that first step and as you said your journey started with taking that first step into telling people more about psychology and giving people a manual to understand mm. their experiences <laughs> and to label what's going yeah. on inside of them uh, with the hope of them uh, living a more meaningful and rich life yeah yeah because because I, I, I always believe that um, even though like we are students or psychologists, we can't, we can't do all the things. By, by, by spreading the awareness um, among the public, the public can, can also share the knowledge as well. Mm-hmm. Not only us, yeah. So, so we can share, like empower to our audience or our readers or some of the general public. They can talk and introduce psychology concepts and apply it in their life as well. Right. So what an inspirational message. And so thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening you. to this episode of Being Human. We'll be hosting a new guest on a regular basis. So be sure to tune in for some more insights on how we can understand ourselves better and learn to live a life that's meaningful and on our own terms. Take care and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Being Human podcast. To find out more about Relate Malaysia's online therapy services, visit us at www.relate.com.my or email us at inquires at relate.com.my. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time, remember, we are all more human than we are otherwise. Be kind to yourself and take care.